The small tea party face. Mushy. Naki mushy. You need to cry, baby. My little cry, baby. Oh, baby little. Oh, oh the purring baby. Can you hear I her purring on the mic? I love her song. Are we on? Are we yeah. recording? Oh, my God. Oh. So I, I, I need to share my favorite song with you, Barges. Please, please do. Is it, it a goes, traditional? Or I guess I'll see. No, when you turned on your candles, I in my mind said, oh, Twinkling Lights. And that's a lyric from Barges. Okay. Which is a song I learned in second grade that goes like this. Barges. Lyric. Twinkling Lights. And I don't know any of the other lyrics. What? But is I'm it like a traditional to American song? To this song? day, it's a song about barges. And to this day, is it like Goober Peas, one of those weird songs we learned, but none of us knew why? Yes. I learned it in second mm. grade. It's a scout campfire song, I guess. Oh, yes. I can't believe I've never you Googled this found before. It? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait a Let second. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, got it. <laughs> I don't know if this is the same lights. barges. Play it. Fire it up. Barges, I would like to go with you. I would like to sail the ocean blue. Is there I don't a think YouTube? This is, I don't see any. Ooh, here it is. Here it is. Click that. I can see. Oh, my God. I was wrong about the lyrics. It's flickering lights. Oh. Out of my window looking in the night, I can see the barges flickering light. Wow. Stars are brightly You've lighting up. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a professional singer. <laughs> Stars are brightly. Wow. <laughs> Listen to this. How my heart, wait, how my heart wants to sail, no. <laughs> how my heart wants to sail away with you as you sail across the ocean. For reference, this is what a fucking barge looks like. This is a, a, a love. Barge is not a handsome boat. It's right? a love, a love song for barges. <laughs> That's it's like a. It's like a garbage. Boat. Yeah, it's a garbage boat. <laughs> That's my favorite song, barges. Barges. I'm there, so glad that I found this. Are there older, this. like historical barges that were pretty? I don't really fucking know, dude. But here's another. Uh, do you want to hear? An example of barges? Yes, I would love to hear that. What? Okay, this slideshow. There's a slideshow of barges. <laughs> Treasure. Treasure. I don't know if we can clear this the song. That's okay, it only has it is under 200,000 views. Under yeah. 22,000 or 100? 200,000. The guy who posted this goes, a lot of people online have been looking for the song Barges. And surprisingly, uh-huh. no videos with it have been added to YouTube. So here it Sorry. is. Get down. No, baby. Yeah. This is a song that I sang when I was a boy in Scouts. Well, for the record, listeners, I was never a boy in Scouts. But I did want to be. I did get also kicked out of Girl Scouts. 
Wait, why? Um, we went on like a a trip to a, a New England island, like probably something off the sound. We were supposed to stay together as a group. We were doing a craft that I thought was bullshit. So I went and collected some seashells by the shore, and I got in trouble. And the scoutmaster yelled at me, and then I said, fuck off. What? <laughs> and then I got How kicked. old were you? I was like, I like just moved to Wilton, so like, I don't like 10 or something. Mm. I also had just learned the F word. But I was well, very, very angry. Off. I was mad because I was just expressing myself. And I was only 10 feet away from the group. I stand by what I did. And if I had been a Boy Scout, I would never have been kicked out of the Scouts. No, they probably would have been like, he's got some gumption. Yeah, this is Scout Talk with Steph and Robin. <gasps> this is Barges and Scouts. Barges scout and Scouts. Barge. Yeah. Uh, I, so many times I've thought of something on the pod and looked it up for the first time right while we're recording. I think that's the, I the best time of believe. all to look it up. But I can't believe that all my life in lines on the subway, I've just been like, barges, <laughs> and never thought. I'll tell you that I've never heard that song or heard of it. Well, barges has been stuck in my head since I was seven years old. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to be easier now that you've heard it again or worse? Easier. Okay. Easier. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm excited for Because now the mystery is gone, and I just understand. Uh, now it's going to be stuck in my head. It's really great. It's a good old tune. I guess. I Welcome, everyone, welcome to That's a Spirit, that's Spirit Podcast. A podcast about barges, garbage boys, boats, scouts, garbage, eagles, songs, and last but not least, ghosts and ghost. curse words. Yeah, Woo. this is an explicit pod. For yeah, those of you who don't know, it. get those babies out of here. <laughs> um, what's up? NM, you? I don't know. I mean, yeah, nothing really. We had a big debate earlier about how much cream, cream cheese belongs on a bagel, listeners. I heavily argue, heavily, I strongly argue that a heavy hand with a cream cheese mm. spread is ideal. And I'm for more of a moderate to less cream cheese. I want it to be once again I've said it two times can you break today. it down in ratios I want it to be 80% cream cheese 20% bagel wow like as I said the crust on a pie ooh I want the cream cheese to be like the the cheesecake part of the cake and the crust part to be the bagel I can't even think about that's eating that what I like that's what I like do you know what though what? I would eat like a a bagel with just a slab of cold butter that's like this thick though. Yeah, you mentioned cold butter earlier. I do I, love cold butter. Like do you just do you like it because it stays on one very specific part of the bagel like it won't melt throughout it? Mm-hmm. Or do you like the sensation of biting into butter? Yeah, all, everything you said. <laughs> I also think that I can taste butter better when it's cold. Butter better? Um, really? A chilled butter, yeah. Uh, I taste the flavor of it better. I don't know why. I do like a hot bagel with, like, melted butter throughout it so that, like, anytime you pick it up and take a bite, just, like, your hands get covered in butter. You know what this might get down to is my my core fear of wet bread because Mm. I don't love a bagel (laughs) that's just drenched in anything. You're right, dude. I bet it is. Yeah. Um, One time Robin chased me with a sandwich that she made and ran under the faucet and I cried. 
I... I was look, 25 years old. You had to face your fear. Yeah. Um, we did see a platter today in a store that was a flounder fish. Ooh, yeah. no. Anybody wants Steph to go also see a flounder, flounder fish. there's a tank at the Maritime Center. I refuse to call it the Maritime Aquarium, though I that don't is know why. renamed the Maritime Aquarium. It's a center. It is an aquarium, dude. But it's the center. Okay. Okay. Because okay. Um, they also have an IMAX theater, so let's not be fooling ourselves. It's like calling a planetarium an aquarium. It's not at all. <laughs> they do have a flounder fish, and they do have a touch tank. The flounder fish container, though, is, like, slanted so you can lean your entire body up against the glass so that you're, like, at a 45-degree angle. And you think nothing's in there, but it's because the flounders look like sand. And then when they all move at once, you scream and cry. <laughs> Because you didn't Their know. Their little eyeballs pop out. No, they fooled me. They fooled I me. I went to the uh, Boston Aquarium a, uh, a few months mm. ago, and they have the most incredible cephalopod I've ever seen. That yes. octopus, it was suctioned mm-hmm. onto a giant craggly rock, and it was just like pulsing, changing colors. I think that that octopus has escaped before. That I is a well-known love octopus. When an octopus figures out how to get out of its tank and it scrambles away. I love it. I love an octopus generally. I love a smart octopus that knows how to get get away. Yeah, get what it wants. Yeah. I also found out there's such thing as a ghost octopus today. It's so cute. It's like a moonstone, but it's an octopus. So precious. Um, when I was a little girl, I went to the when I lived in Massachusetts, I went to the Boston Aquarium and they have that giant cylinder. Aquarium. Yeah, it's so cool. There were giant moray eels in it. There still are, I think. These ones though. I'm telling you, they were like a flotsam and jetsam. They were so fucking scary and cool, and they were my favorite thing. So for a long time, when at, like, school, I was under seven years old, people would be like, what's your favorite animal? And I'd be like, a eel. (laughs) They'd be like, what? (laughs) Like that eel we talked about last week that trips trips people. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. Yeah, eels are really scary, though. Yeah. They've got those maws, like, Yes. Like a beak. They've got, like, a hooked beak. Anything that's just, like, a like a worm, a snake, an eel. A worm? A, a worm? A worm? Yeah. I know that we mentioned two things we're covering today, I'm pretty sure. Ooh, I think we did. Yeah. Um, pretty fun. Ooh, Any quick ghost news ones. that you want to share? Yeah. Actually, I got some ghost news. Great. I got some ghost news for you. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. I got some ghost news for you. I've just got some headlines from this week to read to read you. Read me the pape. First and foremost, most obvious rhetorical question ever. Stephanie, would you give up internet to make $130,000 living like a haunted lighthouse keeper? Okay, I'm offended you even asked me that question. Mm-hmm. You already know I want to give up the internet for free, so yes. Well, Stephanie, would you give up access to the internet, television, smoking, your own children, and pets to live like a haunted lighthouse keeper from the 1800s? Okay, the only thing I care about I is my pets. cat. I know. Um, I do think I could sneak him in, though, so yes. Yeah, probably. Well, good news. There is a lighthouse in San Pablo Bay, which I guess is in San Francisco, built in 1874. They are looking for... Um, ugh. I guess a couple, which is annoying, but whatever. Successful candidates will be a couple. You and I can get married quickly. Yeah, let's have a quickie wedding. Go do this. One of whom must possess a Coast Guard commercial boat operator's license. Can't be that hard. Can't be that hard to get. Can't be that hard to get. No. Uh, Operate the five room inn, serving both dinner and breakfast, as well as providing ferry service for guests and other tasks from chef to maid. Done. Done. 
Done, done, done. The inn is open four days a week. The island is oh available you for only dates work four and special days? events. Yep. Oh my god. Oh my god. We have until mid-April, We're which applying. is when the thing opens. We're applying. Apply. We're applying. So, yeah. um, the the perks of this job are incomparable views, meet a lot of interesting people, one of California's best-known bed and breakfast inns, hard work but pretty good pay for a young couple or couple of any age, doing something unique, birds, marine mammals, fresh bo- fresh birds air, birds, and one history. Of the perks. Birds is a perk. Mm. Um, also, yeah. they didn't list the, like the best perk, which is like it taunted. And you get to be by yourself a lot of the time. No fucking neighbors. It's a fucking dream. Yeah. If you're in a couple, you're snoozing if you're not. Why are you not doing this right away? Mm -hmm. Also, yes, lighthouse keepers always get haunted and bad stuff happens to them, but you will be the exception. Take the risk. It's worth or it. Or you'll be the lucky duck who becomes yes. the ghost. Yes, yes. I do feel like a lighthouse keeper, even if you're fine and you live out the rest of your years on land, you are you get to automatically, Haunt like, that spirit lighthouse realm, go yeah. back to the lighthouse mm-hmm. if you feel it. It's where you belong. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's the best. I... I want to I wanna be able to do that so bad. Let's apply. Um, okay, we got another headline uh, from somewhere in the UK. Moment glass shatters in front of shock drinkers in haunted Northumberland pub. Hmm. Customers at the Salmon in Belford were left in shock when the pint glass exploded without anyone touching it. <laughs> Was um, it filled with anything? Mm, let's see. Yeah. It says, Michael, 38, said, the glass had been there for about 20 minutes and there was still half a pint in it. I've heard the pub is haunted off a few people before, which I believe now after this happened. Yeah, I don't know. There's like a weird photo. You know what? <laughs> no, I just feel like sometimes if a, if like the pint glass was freshly washed and was hot and a cold oh, yeah, pint true. was poured into it, maybe just because like there was glass half a shattering. Pint left in it. I don't know. Well, they also say um, there have been other... Inc- there, we have seen two glass-moving incidents, but never breaking like that. There's another video of one of our bar staff feeling or hearing something in her ear while serving. You can see on camera she's clearly spooked. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. And then the explanation is this, is that maybe it was washed first. So, whatever. Um, mm, yeah. And then I've got one more. Also in England... I believe. Uh, one of Exeter's oldest pubs is haunted by a killer monk called Fred. Ooh, Fred. I'm sure his name is like Frederick. Frederick. Which he should go by. It's a spookier ghost name. Definitely. Yeah. Ghosts and secret tunnels are said to be inside the Cowick Barton, one of Exeter's oldest pubs and one of the most haunted. Mm. It stood for nearly 500 years. Uh, it was, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. It looks really cute, though. Look at that inside. Wow. I like that. Yeah. If you had to have a bar and you mm-hmm. needed to name it after a fish, mm-hmm. what would you name it? And you can't say the salmon. The sturgeon. I love my answer. Because you know I love the sturgeon moon. It's my, my special full moon. <laughs> okay, but if you if you had to name it not the sturgeon or the salmon, because the sturgeon is obviously okay. the best name for a bar. Um, like, even if a fish isn't the... Isn't the the limit? The sturgeon is the best name yeah. for a bar. Um, hmm. It's tough. It is tough. The octopus does count, I think. A sea creature, let's say. Uh, King Crab Pub is also fun. <laughs> that is fun. The lobster, of course, would be fun. <laughs> the lobster's claw. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the clamshell. This is something, honestly, I can't, uh, <laughs> this isn't a question that I can just, like, spit out an answer and sure. with. So I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. The real answer is any, any sea creature would be a great name for a pub. Any, any sea creature will do. Yeah. Um, That's yeah, incredible. I mean, sturgeon is the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was just a little update in ghost news this week. I love that. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Wow. Um, well... It's a real quiet time for ghosts, actually. It is, actually. It it was kind of hard to scrape together a few ghost news stories. I think it's because Yule just happened, and they're just, like, kind of... They're kind of recovering. They have a hangover, yeah. and it's, they're chilling out for a little bit. Yeah. You know, they, they put in their work. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's time to chill. It's yeah. chill time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I think you might be first. Okay, yeah. I'll go. I'm excited to hear your thing. Well, I'm excited, too, because you know I only just looked this up. And I cannot wait to hear it. So I'm just going to read it straight from the end. I am so excited. I'm also really, really excited for people to see photos of what you are describing. Same, Zs. I am doing something called a tatzel worm. And I was pronouncing it Tatzelverm, but it's not. No, that YouTube video. No. He was just saying worm. Yeah, all of the videos were saying worm. It's a tatzel worm. It's an alpine um, beast in folklore. Lizard like, mm-hmm. cat like, mm-hmm. serpent like, mm-hmm. etc. <laughs> So basically, it is a cat face with a serpent body. Like a long, lean serpent No, it could body. be slender or it could be stubby. Oh, okay. Yes, with four short legs and two um, four legs. Oh, like a wiener dog. Yes. <laughs> and a, sometimes a long tail. And depending on the artist's rendering, abs. Sometimes abs. Yeah. Up to eight. The creature is sometimes said to be venomous. Ooh. That's that's fun. A venomous cat's fun. Yeah. Or attacks with poisonous breath. <gasps> kind of like dragons Whoa. in a way. Um, and makes a high-pitched hissing sound. <laughs> like a kettle? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just like after a while, like... Yeah. Anecdotes describe encounters, encounters with the creature as briefly... Um, wait. What? Anyway, I don't understand this sentence, but... Not just in the Alpine regions, it's throughout Europe. Okay. Including Austria, Bavaria, Italy, and the Swiss Alps. Mm-hmm. Um, several other regional names apply. So you may have heard a tetzel worm uh, referred to as a Bergstutz springworm, Pratzelworm, and in French... Pratzelworm? Arasas. <laughs> you say that one more time? Arasas. <laughs> okay, got it. Yes. So let's get into the nomenclature. Tell me. Uh, the name Tatzelworm is not traditionally used in Switzerland, but oh, okay. in the rest of the world, yes. It's usually known by the Swiss uh, as a stolen worm or a stole worm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a stolen brood, which is a delicious bread. Oh, okay. Have you ever had a stolen loaf? No. Where it's like, it's like a Christmas thing. It's like filled with marzipan, <gasps> and then there's like a, a wonderful bread cake around it with like currants, and it's covered in like powdered sugar. Mm-hmm. You cut into it. Got a wonderful marzipan in the center. That does sound really. It's nice. yummy, but ooh, too sweet. Yeah, marzipan too rich is for a my bit blood. Much, but yeah, still sounds something good. full of marzipan is a lot. Basically, uh, this translates to tunnel worm or oh. dragon of the mine tunnels, oh. which is a wow, a lot in one word. <laughs> Stole worm, dragon of the mine tunnels. Um, also in the Bernese Alps, stolen worm may also be interpreted to mean a serpent with short, thick feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tatzelworm 
was the term localized in Bavaria, Germany. Um, variants include Dadzelwurm, and I'm saying the V is a W. You really are leaning into it. Or the it. W I is like a V it. now. And like Pretzelwurm. Pretzelworm. Accord- Pretzelworm. <laughs> According. Can you just imagine a worm just going into, <laughs> like, doing the shape yes, of Yes, I can. According to early studies. But tasselworm is now, like, what's used in Austria, etc. So, like I said, Bavaria uses a completely different name. In the French Alps, RSS was the applied name of the legendary cat-headed lizard. <laughs> Description. The tasselworm has been described as resembling a stubby lizard with two to six feet. Same. Yeah, I mean, I feel that. Measuring from around one to seven feet in length. So, like, they're kind of like people. They come in any shape yeah, and size they've got at all. Two to six feet. Yeah, they're very body they're positive. You can be slender, height. you can be stubby. The tassel worm, is, like, basically pioneered the body positivity mm-hmm. movement. He's a hero. Yeah. And an icon. Or she, or they, or they, Z. It. They have been described as having a cat like face. Especially in Switzerland. <laughs> like the ones in Switzerland. Listener, like, I'll tell you ooh. that in in the drawings that you can see online, it's indisputably a cat face. Yeah, but there's one like this drawing where it's just like a stogie with like I know that one weird, is shocking. That's the one that, that looks gives like a sturgeon. Me the most pause. Yeah, it does look like a sturgeon. <laughs> um a stogie <laughs> Tats- <laughs> The Tatzelworm in Austria and Bavaria. This is the one that has the poison breath. Oh, okay. Looks less like a cat in the face, but does have a poison breath. It's said to be lethal. The stolen worm, so back to Swiss, also poisonous Mm -hmm. in Swiss lore, but Mm -hmm. more of like the venomous. So, you know, there's a difference between um, poison and venom. venom from the fang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Issues a uh, shrieking sound, (laughs) whistles, or hisses. Yes. So, here's some accounts of people encountering Oh, my God, please tell me. 17th century accounts. An early description of dragon sightings in Switzerland were given by Wagner and by... Okay. You can do it. Schautzer. Schutzer. Doesn't matter. They There's both sounded good. S's, Z's, and, a, and two CH's in that name. Whoa. That is to say, Johann Jacob Wagner. Is that an important man? I definitely... It's... I should know that is. In 1680. Composer? Let's do a quick command click on this bitch. Guess what? Nothing comes up. It's fine. Okay. Great. Um, <laughs> replicated by copper plate illustrations of The Beast by Johann Jacob Schautzer. Nice. In 1723. Even though Wagner, not the composer, had been the <laughs> one to record the testimonies, the creatures were later dubbed. Oh my god. Schautzer's dragons. That's fucked up. <gasps> what? That's fucked up. He you got only the did. Credit? You only did the copper plate illustration. Oh my god. He saw you the whole thief. thing. You sneaky it should have been the Wagner dragons. Oh my god. They were interpreted as stolen from sightings by other commentators. Probably like, I don't know. That's like very very wrong. Of that does feel very wrong. I also do want to point out that they have the exact same two front names. Johan Jacob. Look, Wagner it and Johan Jacob. Schautzer. Hot name of the, the decade. The only difference being one Jacob is with a C and one is with a K. Look, that's like a Jaden and a Brayden. Yeah. <laughs> if if you want to change our names to Jacob, I do want the K version of it. Fine. Mine yeah. is more traditional. That's fine. Anecdotes. Tell me. An anecdotal cat-headed serpent with no legs was said to have been encountered by Johann and Thomas Tinner at a place locally known as Hawilin. On the mountain of Frumsen, oh. in the barony of 
Outsex, Switzerland. It is alleged to have a black gray body. Okay. To measure seven feet or more in length. Okay. Residents in the neighborhood were complaining that their cow's udders were being mysteriously sucked. Okay? Oh. Okay. 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 Can you imagine just being like, the meeting is, you know, the meeting is in session. Mayor, my cow's udders. I've been checking I've them. i got to tell you, they're chapped. Every single, and they are bone dry. <laughs> Someone's been sucking Mayor, on the udders of my you cow. Can't, <laughs> you can't moisturize them enough. They're chapped as the day is. I am putting bag balm on these babies mm-hmm. like there's no mm-hmm. tomorrow, and I'm running mm-hmm. out. And that stuff ain't cheap. No. Okay? And the... The, the obvious explanation like is there a tassel verb? Well, some kind of worm cat is some kind of venomous cat serpent it's is coming and little fangs all suckling over. on macaws. So this incident stopped after the creature was killed, which Great. this doesn't get into at all. Okay, it just that's all it says. Honestly, it? it makes more sense to me that like, like some idiot boy. Or gal was just like, I'm going to steal some milk, I'm going to steal some milk in the night. And then <laughs> Here I go. they <laughs> killed like a wolf. And it was like, okay, got to stop stealing no, the milk. sad. A four-legged cat-headed dragon was described by Andreas Rudner. Rudner. Okay, four-legged cat-headed sounds a lot just like a, a cat. cat. Yeah, but it's a dragon. Mm-hmm. This is kind of okay. like, like I say, my favorite thing, the, the beast, beast of Brattleboro, which was just a cat. I love him. Yeah. Um, so this guy, Andreas... Uh, encountered it in 1660 on Mount Vengersberg in Sargenserland. I don't know. You did that. And when it reared up on its hind legs, it became tall as a man with boar-like bristles running down its back. That's cool. Maybe it's a porcupine, dude. I don't know. A big one, though. There's a fountain dedicated to them that looks like this. Does water pour forth from its mouth? In Kobern-Gundorf. Water does pour forth. Whoa! It's really cool. What? I don't know why we don't have more fucking dragon statues in America. Seriously. I guess they probably didn't used to live here. But, like, why why don't we have more, like... We don't have that many statues of people. As, like... As soon as, like, settlers came, they were like, we're fucking out of here. Out of here. They are out of here. We did, all we have plenty are statues places. of fucking historical people. Here's what I think. Like, you've seen one, you've seen them all. Grand Canyon? Dragon Lair. Mm, oh, it's perfect for a dragon. Niagara Falls? Snake wriggle. Dragon Lair. Well, definitely behind the water. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a dragon clutching a, a pearl back there. Mm-hmm. Grand Tetons? Dragon Lair. That's the... Salt Flats? Dragon Lair. <laughs> salt? Dragon Tears. Yeah. <laughs> salt Flats? Salt Dragons. <laughs> Get them every time. Okay. This creature that Andrea saw. It was a creature like a four-legged lizard with a crest on its head. To give a later naturalist description, alleged to be seen by Johannes Bueller of Senwald Parish, a dragon with an enormous head and two forelimbs, was, uh, this creature claimed to have been encountered by 70-year-old Johann Egerton. Mm -hmm. When it exhaled its breath, the man said he was overcome with headaches and dizziness. Whoa. It just needed a tic-tac. Sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah, or just a regular lizard. Yeah, or like a, like Komodo, a Komodo dragon. dragon. Yeah. Um, naturalist Carl Wilhelm von Dallator, mm. uh, writing on the history of dragons in the Alps in 1887, explained Please. that these creatures could all be identified as species of lizards or snakes. Oh, shout out, Carl. Yeah. Seemingly ignoring, Rational though, man. the cat-headed part. 
Well, like not even not even saying anything it's about hard the cat to heads. Get into that. Yeah, everything else makes so much sense. He considered that these giant creatures of the past to have died out by his time in the 1800s alongside the folk belief associated with them, but that the popular notion of the tassel worm in his day lingered on as a phantom of those past legendary creatures. I don't agree. I don't agree. Do tell. You just, you don't just be like, I'm telling you it was the head of a cat. You can't think about a lizard head, think about a cat head. I mean, yeah, no, I... (sighs) A dragon does kind of remind me of a cat. Well, I guess it's like, do you assume that if it's a cat head, that automatically means it's covered in fur? Mm. Because if it just is the shape of a cat head, then that's totally different. Here's what I'm saying. Falcor from The NeverEnding Story, okay? That's a dragon. It's a love dragon. And it looks like a cat. It looks like a dog slash cat with floppy ears. Well, a lot of, like, traditional, uh, like, in in various Asian cultures that... Yes. Faces of dragons look like cats. Yeah. So I'm they saying really do. I'm saying that this guy's full of bullshit and he doesn't want to accept the fact that dragons were real and yeah. still are real. All right. For sure. All right. Do you ever I told you that I have that thing where when I think about dragons, I'm like, hmm, yeah. It's too bad that they went extinct with the dinosaurs. Yep. Like, <laughs> just like yep. you're all don't, in you are all in I on just, dragons. Like forget. I fully forget that they just like are not. They never were. You know, it's... Because I refuse to you believe. You want it. to believe. I do want to believe. Mm. Do I want to mm-hmm. believe? Mm-hmm. 19th century accounts. Want to hear some? Yeah. Okay. So, early part of 19th century, adding to the knowledge of folklore of the stolen worm, mm-hmm. a guy, I mean, of course his name is Johan, and <laughs> a Samuel it. Studer, both authors give expression to the idea that the stolen worm, rather than Swiss dragons... Have heads that look like cats, obviously. Weird. This is not to say that actual examples of lore they collected from the Alpine people speak of any cat-headed creatures. So what this means is they went and talked to Alpine people, and they were like, we don't we don't know anything about the cat heads, but they were like, it's gotta be it's gotta be a cat head. <laughs> Just on their own. <laughs> They're like, look, I don't know what these guys are talking about. Yeah. I can't see any way it's not a cat head. According to Samuel Stutter or Studer. Um, it's so-called... Okay, wait. The stolen part in stolen worm means short feet and were believed to appear after humidly hot weather or when the weather is undergoing volatile change. Mm, interesting. So people okay. consider them to be poisonous and harmful and to resemble short, stubby serpents, obviously with round heads similar <laughs> to cats and claw feet, obviously. obviously. He rep- uh, Studer represent, represents perhaps the best source of knowledge on the stolen worm available. His contribution to the lore occurred in a short article on insects, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to call it the Tassel Worm, which appeared inserted in the travelogue of the Franz Niklaus Koenig travelogue published in 1814. We got to get our hands on that travel. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's I need that advice. Full of, of good things that we can go. I mean, his treatise at. included eyewitness accounts. Mm. In 1811, a Tassel Worm with a forked tongue. Serpent-like, but rather wide head and two stubby feet was reported by a schoolmaster, Heinrich, which he claimed to have seen in Gutenental, Cantonburn, Switzerland. 
he described it as just like in the woods, like skulking around. What is he doing? I feel like it was in a crosswalk, just in a town. Yeah, it's in a town. Here I go. He said it was one clofter in length, which Lord knows how long that is. Fucking (laughs) clofter with a body about the thickness of a man's leg. (laughs) What? Yeah, I don't know. So slender. I don't even know. (laughs) To be a full clofter in length, and yet there's also a man, Hans Carely. Um, claimed to have killed a quite small tatzel worm. Mm, interesting. Uh, carrying ten young, which is just cruel. Wait. Yeah. The tatzel worm had ten baby tatzels on it? And it, it killed it. Maybe it was a possum. Uh, yeah, it probably it was. It sounds like a possum. Studer offered a bounty of three to four Louis de, I don't know what that is, That's to anyone who could supply him with the remains of an authentic tatzel. That's a word. I will also offer that same amount of... <laughs> Indicating the degree of his conviction that the creature existed. Yeah. Uh, writer Johann Rudolf Weiss explicitly stated that while the dragon was fabulous, <gasps> the tassel worm was dubious. To a standard description, the tassel worm as a sort of snake with a cat's head and short feet, he added it was sometimes said to be hairy and not two to four, but multiple limbs like a caterpillar. Okay, that see that is where I'm like, nothing like that exists in nature. He so. found a shepherd in Gadman Valley who said the, there were two types of, of stolen worm, white ones with a little crown, and the more common black ones with a little crown. With a little crown, built in or like wearing it. Wearing it. What? Mm-hmm. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm listening. Yep, so that's the end of that article. Let wow. me just see if there's anything else in, in this one. What the fuck? There's a man named Hans Fux in here, so that's good. <laughs> the earliest yeah. documented encounter with the tassel worm took place in 1779 when two of these creatures appeared in front of a man named Hans Fux. Mr. Fux and the worm. Probably Fuchs, but... Or Fuchs, but it's not. Fuchs. Badly frightened by his encounter, Hans suffered a fatal heart attack. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry, no! Mr. Fux. I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Fox died. However, before he was dead, he was able to tell his family of his encounter. He described the creature, five to seven feet in length, snake-like body, clawed front legs, large, feline, head, with sharp teeth. It could have just been like a cougar. Don't even (laughs) say that to me. This one does look like a cougar, like, attacking a pig. It does. It looks like they just saw the front and were like, wow, that's so long. Mm-hmm. Listener, I really encourage you to look up an artist's depiction of a tassel worm because... That pig one is actually incredible. The pig, it's, the pig alone is like a <laughs> the great pig is a rendering. thick unit. Yeah, I like the ones like that they have of them in trees because it's really scary to me. It's like an anaconda with it a It is. Face. It does look like a sneaky snake. Yeah, but I like it. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... I mean, they're showing up everywhere. A two-legged tassel worm leapt nine feet in the air towards two witnesses near <gasps> Rora Salzburg, Austria, in the summer of 1921. Are you kidding? It was gray, two to feet, three feet long, and had a head like a cat. Oh, my God. What? In 1924, a five-foot-long skeleton <gasps> allegedly was found by two men who said it resembled the lizards, and that's where that ends. Which They found a lizard skeleton is what that sentence <laughs> means. <laughs> <laughs> a Swiss photographer, though, in, in 34, named Balkan, says that he photographed a tassel worm near uh, some place I can't pronounce. But his photo photo was probably faked image of a ceramic fish. 
Aww. You need to hear. In 1990, two naturalists what? found the skeleton of, of a lizard-like animal in the Alps near Domo de Sola, Italy. Giuseppe Costale saw a gray crested reptile moving in a zigzag fashion <gasps> in Pizzocronia in the what same area of two occasions. He saw this twice, 91 and oh 92. God. Oh my god, wait, we should see if he's alive and fucking call this guy up. Ask him if we can come stay. Catch this out. Hunt it with him. Catch this out? Check this out? Yeah. 2009, <gasps> many reports were made in Trescivio area of Italy, near, near the Swiss border. Authorities chalked up most of these reports to, quote, missing monitor lizards, end um, quote. What? That had escaped their masters. How, how would there many be that monitor many lizards? lizards? That, how many people just have monitor lizards that got out on the same day? Some of them were even described to be like raptor dinosaurs. They, okay. These sound like dinosaurs. The oldest residents, though, of the town called the mysterious creatures by the name they always knew them as. That's a word. That's a Wow. But in Italy, it's called like a basilisk or a basilisco. Oh my fuck, dude. Dude, they're continuing to this day. We need to go over there. We sh- we got to contact that man. I mean, I would love to go to Italy, but for only to look for a tatsalworm. Only to find a tatsalworm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I desperately want to see This is one. maybe my favorite artist right now. And there's none, like, caught on camera. <laughs> I can't see that. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's like a cartoon cat with cat arms just yeah. with a snake body. Are there no, wow. like, photos or... Or, like, videos? There's no, like, Bigfoot-style video even? I mean, like, no. Like, cryptozoologists speculate that it's, like, a hidden species of salamander, some kind of gila monster. But no. None of those have cat faces. Wow. I mean, tiger salamanders are often mistaken for gila monsters, but even then, I just don't see how they could get to seven feet long. No. No, definitely not. And, And just that many reports... Yeah. Of them. Also, there's, like, they think that because the, in folklore, the creature only appears in, when the seasons are changing, Mm -hmm. they think that it hibernates in the Alps during the winter season and comes out. Interesting. Okay. After cold weather. To frighten Europeans. (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe in the spring we should go check it out. Yeah. All you need to remember, though, is that you cannot breathe in the tassel worm breath. No. It is... It'll get you. Yeah, it'll get you every time. Wow. That's a tassel worm. I love that tassel worm. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this a cryptid's day? It is. Yeah, it is. Okay, so I I have two articles about this thing that I'm going to read from. There might be some overlapping info, but I didn't have time to... You know, it's okay. Let's hear it. All right, I'm going to be telling you about a a different cryptid in another part of the world, the Ningen. Oh, or maybe Ninjin. Is it N I N J E N? G E N. Okay. Ningen. The Ningen are humanoid creatures that live in the icy waters near Antarctica. Ooh. Ningens are human-like and are completely white in color. No. Some people think they are an undiscovered species of apes who are able to breathe underwater. Are you fucking kidding? Look at this photo. I can't see that. You know that apes are my, are my fear. 
Sometimes Ningans appear to have a mermaid tail or other fins on their bodies, while others report they have hind legs no. that enable them to walk on land. Once again, I'll choose show you one. This photo. No, I don't want to see that. Rumors about the existence of Ningen originate in Japan because it is Japanese fishing and research vessels that first began to report sightings of the creatures. Guys, it looks like an evil beluga whale alien. It looks like a beluga alien. A beluga with an alien's face. Horrible. It's like the alien from Science plus a beluga whale. Yeah, that's correct. But stark white. Upon first sighting, members of a Japanese research ship thought they were seeing a foreign submarine off in the distance, but upon getting closer, they realized it was a living animal but eventually it went back underwater. And then look at this aerial shot of that. <gasps> I don't like it. Yeah. It definitely couldn't have just been a whale, right? I don't know. It has arms extended. Oh. It is believed that those aboard this research ship were able to extensively document the sightings with photos and video. That evidence has never surfaced either because of the government influence or yeah. cultural pressure to not be associated with paranormal events. It's definitely government. Government cover-up. So wait, it's a ship? Or is it a submarine? It's a ship. They thought it was a submarine. This was a ship that saw something that they thought was a submarine. Because I'm just thinking a research ship would be, like, you're going to see some fucked up stuff. Yeah, you probably see some real, real wild stuff. I really want to do that. Uh, Ningens rose to popular knowledge after an article was published about them in a 2007 issue of a Japanese paranormal magazine, which I would like to subscribe to. Mm -hmm. The article called them Antarctic humans and included a Google map screenshot of what appeared to be a Ningen off the coast of Namibia. Ningen often or appear most often at night and it actually translates to human in Japanese, which is I don't really understand. What? Why. Sometimes they're described as the size of humans or apes. Other times they appear to be 60 to 90 feet long with the blubbery skin of a whale. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that that's just a whale. That does that to time me, it's a whale. It sounds like a whale. Yeah. Okay, so wait, that's one article. Let me let me load up the other one. <laughs> Fucking god, dude. Like you can't have that much disparity between like sizes. Yeah, that's vast. One just isn't the other thing. Is it a person or is it a whale? <laughs> um ba, 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 ba. Okay. Uh, what started off as an anecdote posted in a popular Japanese online forum has now led to a multitude of sightings and alleged video evidence of an aquatic humanoid fish said to be roughly the size of a whale. <laughs> Confusing. Wow. Confusing. What? Ooh, look at this photo, though. That's oh, creepy. I don't like it because it looks like it doesn't have a neck. creepy. I don't, I don't know like if it does. All. The Do you think it could be some kind of a ray that, like, the rest of it's just not showing up? It's got very long arms. I don't know. The Ningen, uh, which literally translates to human, is 20 to 30 meters long. A bulbous creature. I hate that. Once again, originally spotted by a Japanese research vessel off the coast of Antarctica. It's described as having a pale, white, human-like figure with a torso, appendages, and fingers like ours, but sometimes with a mermaid-esque tail. It's also described as having minimal facial features with a small slitted mouth and two vacuous eyes. It's like a hammerhead shark. I hate it. Mm, Yeah. Or actually, like, the face they're describing does sound like the weird little mouth on the bottom of a ray. So maybe it's just like a fucked up ray. I do feel like it's maybe a ray. Yeah, but these arms are so long. Ah, ah. <laughs> I'll post this photo. No, it's, it's unsettling, it's everyone. It's really creepy. It it's looks bad. Like, a, like a long, spooky ghoul underwater. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's like how... I don't know, though, because, so like... There are so many like, terrors of the seals deep. Seals look like humans from the bottom. Yeah. 
Maybe it's a kind of cool seal. Mm. I feel like a research vessel could probably identify a seal, though. Unless it's a new seal. Unless it's a new seal. That sexy new seal. That's the best solution. The Ningen sea creature has been spotted primarily at night in cold waters, leading some to believe that it has been hiding in the Arctic under the ice. Cool. Oh, you're going to love this. Oh, no. What if the ice cap's melting? Yeah, it's worth stuck. We're getting all the monsters. Well, you're going to love this. Some say it may be a previously undiscovered species of albino ray, though the description of those who have encountered it is distinctly different. Okay. And, Steph, I'm going to show you a video that, or a mm. screenshot that's going to really upset you. several lackluster videos and questionable photos circulating the internet that purport to show the creature in its natural environment. I really hate like this most creature. None provide definitive proof. Yeah, but it doesn't seem harmful. I but it looks bad. Though that hasn't warranted an abandonment of the search for this amphibious race. Stop looking. Rape. Scientists continue, blah, 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 blah. Over the past decade, a number of hydrothermal vents have been discovered in the Arctic depths. In these frigid waters, new and bizarre life forms like the Yeti crab uh, have been cool. discovered clustering around the vents. So it is possible that it is some fucked up, weird undersea creature because you know it is like alien life down there. Yes. Also, think about, like, we don't even know what else regular, not even in Antarctica, like, stuff mm-hmm. lives in the ocean. No, it's true. We could do a whole year's worth of this podcast on the ocean. On weird ocean stuff. There is that... Have I sent you ever that Russian weird fish Instagram account? Mm-mm. Oh, I don't know if I, I can see that, dude. You. It will ruin your day. I have a recurring dream about fish. Well, you're not going to like it, but I am going to send it to you. I'll tell you about the dream after this. <laughs> Say it on the pod. Okay. It's a dream where I go up. It takes, like, five hours for me to walk all the way up a gigantic, uh, like, a, a tower. Mm-hmm. And then at the top of the tower, I, I crest the, the stairs. Yeah. And somebody's there, and they're like, welcome. And it's, like, the Shark Tank at Maritime Center where it's just a, a, lo- a huge, roundy yeah. tank with huge fish that are, like, this big, but they're giant, like, goldfish, and their eyes are, like, huge, and their mouths have, like, giant lips, and they're, like, ah, <laughs> And I'm cool. looking at it, but they're, like, a, a goopy, white, like, yeah. iridescent. You're kind of and, describing these guys. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking at them on the glass like this, and then someone goes, Stephanie, and I turn, and then when I turn back, I'm inside no! on the other side, and then I look, and one of the fish is coming right for me. And then I wake up. It's really, really, really horrible. Because I don't want... It's not even like the fish is going to do anything to me. It's just going to touch me. And I don't want that. You don't know that it's just going to touch you? In the dream, I'm like, don't touch me, fish. I hate you. <laughs> That's the only thing it's going to do. Yeah. I don't like Maybe it. Maybe you should touch it. Maybe no. it feels fun. No. Maybe it's squishy. I can't because a fish doesn't have expression, so I don't know how it feels. You're in control, though. No, it's like it's like how I don't like mascots because a fish is like a permanent mascot because it doesn't oh show me how God, it feels. Dude. That's one of the craziest things I've <laughs> ever heard you say. It can't show in its emotion to me, so I don't know what it's gonna do. I mean, it can show emotion to you by like swimming away from you if it's scared. Right, but it can't show an attack emotion. It or can like, because you can tell when something is gonna attack you, kind of. Not really. I mean, I don't know what to say. 
<laughs> There's just no way to know what a fish will do. I guess that's true. This I, monster has more facial yeah. expression than, yes, than a gigantic guppy. I will say I had a dream the other night. Where, like, I was talking to somebody in my dream, like, I saw, like, an old friend in a dream, and I literally said, what are you doing here in my dream? (laughs) (laughs) And in the dream, I was like, this dream fucking sucks. It was, like, cafeteria tables with just, like, strangers, and I was like, oh, that guy's here. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? I know. In my dream. It was like a waiting room for me to, like, hang out until I went to the next cool dream. Also, listeners, Robin and I have had separately... Like, and not talked about it until recently to each other. Had a dream that we married the same person from high school. Mm-hmm. It's very, very weird because it's not even someone we were both friends with it's or so really weird. even knew that well. No. I don't like that that happened. Yeah. Anyway. It's going to come true for both of us. <laughs> Sister wives. It'll be one of our first and one of our second husbands. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> okay. While the Ningen sea creature remains an anecdotal tale among Japanese sailors and fishermen, there's a rumor that the Japanese government is taking reports seriously, amassing a trove of putative... Putative? Yeah. Accounts. It has also been rumored that photographic evidence of the Ningen was captured by the sailors of the original story, but the Japanese government destroyed the evidence. Classic. Um, Classic government. Ba, 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 government cover-up. Oh, people Here's say. The thing. Why would they cover it well, up? Well, I'll tell you. They say that it may be involved in a cover up of the Ningen due to a rare chemical compound it may produce that is either medicinal or highly venomous and able to be weaponized. They are trying to weaponize the Ningen? This, th- the, this episode is venomous cryptid theme. <laughs> Truly. Honestly, here's the thing. We already have a bunch of venomous creatures that everybody already knows about. You got a platy? Why don't we just like try to weaponize regular yeah, venom? Weaponize spiders that we Ew, already don't, know about. Please don't weaponize spiders. Stories have been told of men in black threatening anyone who purports to have seen the Ningen sea creature or anyone attempting to expose its existence. Come for me! I fucking dare you. Yeah, come. Actually, no, don't I'm come for me. Begging you to There's take a me away. Really, very, very, very fucking scary Men in Black episode of last podcast on the left. Shout out. Oh yeah. Dude. And it's one of the most unsettling ones. And that show covers very a lot of very fucked up stuff. I wanna it really got I want I just want something exciting to happen to me. Um, Sure. Anyway, blah 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 blah. While stories of the Ningen didn't necessarily attract significant international attention, Moo magazine, a Japanese publication specializing in the paranormal, created a serious buzz in Japan. Do Um, do send us a copy, listeners. If you have a copy of Moo magazine. God, please. We're, we're accepting it Christmas gifts late. Um, yeah, once again, the Japanese fishermen thought it was a submarine. On further examination, it was clearly a living, breathing entity. Um, it is unclear whether there are any cryptozoologists currently pursuing the Ningen, as its location were, would require a well-funded expedition with crew members knowledgeable of Arctic territory. There's a GoFundMe that we just posted. We need Boom, to do the expedition. Right we now. need funds. We need $200 million dollars to go to the Ningen. This is life or death. We must see it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, the Ningen cryptid might seem like another contrived hoax, but one mustn't forget the maritime tale of the Kraken that yes. turned out to be based on a real creature. The Think about it. Squeeze. Every monster, every animal at one point was a monster until it just got turned yeah, into until an animal. You like saw it in the light and you were like, oh. Even some animals you see in the light, you're like, fuck! Ah! 
Yeah. But if there's I saw a giant you know, squid, I'd be like, monster. Yeah, it's still a monster for a lot of people. We just call it something different yeah. now because we understand it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a beautiful thing I just said because that's beautiful. If you stuff don't understand me. something, maybe it will be a monster. But maybe. just understand it. Once you get to know your monster, and it's just like it's you, just that animal like you or I. It's just misunderstood. Wow. Yes, it might want to eat you still. But so do a lot of things. It's just in its nature. It's not its fault. Yeah, so do like dogs. Yeah, like if I if I pass away in the night in my in my your cat room will blue will eat my you. face. I can't believe we both happened to cover venomous yeah. <laughs> without even truly like I didn't read my whole thing before I went. Now I do. Yeah. <laughs> Venomous cryptids. Wow. That's wow. fun. We what a subcategory. It. <laughs> it's very specific. It's Do like when know, people like, discover those really specific Netflix categories. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Low reasoning? Do you know like the true difference between like venomous and poisonous? Yeah, I believe venom is has to be has animal to be administered by an animal. By a fang? Not by a fang, but because, like, I know with a... I'm looking um, this up right now. With a platy, it's from a spur. But I mm-hmm. think venom is, like, contained and created within an animal. I also think that one of them is and more I to think, do with your bloodstream and one's more to do with your... Oh, maybe, ...digestion. Yeah. Let's see. Well, because I think there are, there are toads that secrete... I don't... Actually, I don't know if, like, the... the hmm. I guess they are venomous toads. I think that venom is from an animal and poison is not animal. Poison is a toxin that gets into the body via swallowing. Oh, okay. Inhaling or absorption through the skin. Okay. Poisonous animals tend to be more passive aggressive, obviously, because it's like, <laughs> touch me. Just fucking touch me. I don't care. Wait, so there are poisonous animals? Yes, they won't often attack their prey. So a poison dart frog. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. We had two of those. Ooh. We touched them all the time. I, they definitely weren't poison dart frogs. Mm-hmm. They just look like them. Um,. Some of them don't even release their toxin until they're being eaten, touched, or disturbed. Aww. A cane toad, for example. Yeah, I was thinking of Secretes glandular toxins. Mm. You, you can't lick those guys. No, you can't lick a, a toad. Poison ivy, obviously, too, because you have to touch it and it yeah. absorbs through the skin. So venom is a specialized type of poison that's evolved from a specific purpose actively injected via a mm. bite or sting. So mm-hmm. yeah, bloodstream. Okay. Because venom has a mixture of small and large molecules, it needs a wound to be able to enter the body. Oh, and to be effective, must find its way into the bloodstream. Wow! I can't believe I saw, I kind of just you got that it. right without knowing. Wow. I also I remember the time that I wore my glasses hiking and I put my crotch right up next to a copperhead. Mm-hmm. And that then was, there was a scary There day. was a, a ghost man behind me and said, oh, that, there's, that, a copperhead there's a copperhead wearing a fucking beekeeper Imagine mask you in the middle of the woods. bit on... The vagine by Copperhead Stick. It's, I was like basically asking it to. <laughs> I, one of my feet was on top of the rock. You know, the what other happens? was on yeah, the bottom. Just like and it was in the wall right where my badge was. You would have just given birth to a hundred baby snakes. Sorry. Gotta go. I'm sure that that does exist like on the internet the snake, somewhere. Snake woman. Or just legend snake has it. A hundred baby snakes. She was snakes. bitten on the puss. <laughs> or just a snake egg in her womb. A snake laid her egg. Okay, um, do you have a tip for the listener? My tip would be that if you see something and you get a friend, you get a friend to draw it for you, you gotta assert that it was you it who was saw, you saw it. Saw it. I don't care if they did a copper plate. 
I don't care, okay? I don't care how talented they are. You can see it. Saw it. It's named for you. It's the Stephanie monster. Claim okay? what's yours. Claim what's yours. Claim what's yours. They didn't see it. They just saw it through your Lean eyes. Into your greatness. You had the near-death experience. This person just likes to do copper stuff. Take mm-hmm. what is yours. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you have the same name. No. Nope. It doesn't matter if your name is exactly the same. Okay? It doesn't matter if it's your best no, friend. You did it for free. Name's the same. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Doesn't matter. Do, you need to put your foot down. You need to take ownership. Yeah. And stand up for yourself. You're a putz if you don't. It's 2019. Come on. Yeah. Get with it. You need to get with it. D- just you gotta try, get with do it. Do like, I don't know, TM. Monster TM. Do a copyright of it. D- take a photo. I thought you were saying transcendental meditation. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> meditate at all. until it works. <laughs> Have meditate on it. <laughs> also, maybe just like carry around a copy of the day's newspaper with you always and then have a selfie stick so that if you see a monster you can take out the newspaper selfie stick take a picture of you and the monster with, with that the date, date and then it's exactly that's all you need is that all you need for a copyright no what? but it's all you need for like proving that it exists first of all second of all that it was you know why i assume that you meant that's how you copyright something. <laughs> <laughs> now that i say it yeah no, i do think it is kind of easy to copyright though no, I, I yeah, I think it, it's pretty easy. I don't know how many times. I think my or parents... I think it's easy to trademark something. Maybe not copyright. I think also or copyright. Or maybe it's the opposite. I, I think copyright. Know. I don't know, but my parents would always be like, whatever you do, put it in an envelope, mail it to mail yourself. Mail it to yourself. That's true. And I, I was like, that's how what you trademark the something. fuck point is this? It's either that's how you trademark it or copyright it. I don't know. I've spent so many 35 cents doing that Seriously? for stuff. Yeah, when I was younger. Oh, like inventions and ideas? Or just, like, papers. <laughs> I would be like, this is my idea. And then I'd send it to myself. That's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, can't hurt. Yeah, I should open all those up and see if there's any gems. You really should. What if yeah. you have a Shark Tank idea? One of them was... Sharks? One of them was... Uh, what if you put peanut butter and jelly inside a peanut butter cup? <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> Sharks? My tip. Give us $200 million to go oh, to the yeah. Arctic. Yeah. And also, don't let the government scare you into not reporting cryptids. Yeah. What if, I mean, I almost also, said, what are they going to do to you? But well, they, they could, could do, do anything. anything. Also, yeah. if you are in uh, Bavaria, uh, Italy, anywhere mm-hmm. that you might see a tassel worm, oh, I'm begging you to set up, like, woods cameras. Yes. Anytime wood woodland cameras. To try and capture it, like I don't trail know. cam. Why are we not just actively searching for the tassel worm? Believe that there's not a single fucking photo of it. It's been seen so recently. Also, guys, they're hibernating right now. Go in a cave. Just go in a go cave. Take in a quick a snapshot. Use or flash. You don't even have to like go that deep in. The season. Yeah. Yes. Ready. Motion sensor camera in a cave. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. You're ready. Put it to rest. Cat face right now. I need to know. Four we legs or six. Millipede or two legs. Abs. Or back. Tell stout, us. stubby, stogie, long and live. Mm. We gotta know. Guess what? Mm. Next week? What? I'm gonna do dragons. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. I'll probably renege on that offer. Well. <laughs> but I'm probably gonna do it. Now you can't. Um, There's two, three things I gotta do. Triangles, druids, and dragons. <laughs> TDD. TDD. Okay. Uh, I think that's all we got. That's all I have for anyone. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 
we'll be back next week, and we love you very much. But also follow us on all the guys and rate mm-hmm. and subscribe. Rate and rate, subscribe. Subscribe. Review. Follow give us, us the at guys. Spirit Pod on Twitter. That's the Spirit Podcast on Instagram. Do an email to us. Email us. That's the Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. We love you. We love you so much. We'll see you in hell. See you in hell. Goodbye. Bye.